What are your stressors? Do you even know what they are? The things that make you feel stressed and overwhelmed, unprepared, um, angry? Like what pushes you to the point of feeling angry? Because you don't just go from happy and joyful to angry. Something happens in between. And something happens when you have your kids at home and you've had this great afternoon and then all of a sudden you feel like you can't, you're about to scream at everyone. Like you, you're, you're having trouble controlling your emotions and you're at the point where you're about to blow. What happened to get you to that point? Do you even know, are you aware of what changes have happened in the room or in the situation that have caused you to feel that stressed when you didn't feel that way five minutes ago. When I had my sister's kids, I had my sister's three children and my three children and my sister was there occasionally, but she was um, recovering. <laughs> and so she wasn't, um, she wasn't capable of doing much. So I was responsible for six little children and I really learned in those, in that season, what my stressors were, what those triggers were for me. And when I learned that I was able to get on top of them and come up with routines and systems that help to prevent those stressors from piling up. So in that season when th with lots of little children, the things that I realized were stressors for me were food mess. So a messy kitchen, food mess, food left out on the table, um, other mess. So clothes, toys, shoes, stuff left out on the floor, um, put in the wrong place, a pile of laundry that, that feels like stress mess, um, uh, loud noises, you know, running, through, you know, lots of movement. So lots of you know, kids running through the house up and down and around that causes stress for me. Um, and then when they're screaming and being loud and banging on stuff, that makes me feel really stressed as well. And then Let's see, we got food mess, we have other mess, lots of movement, loud noise, expectations of others. So here is how I put this all together. So we were making dinner. I had dinner and snacks out and then the um, older kids came downstairs and they brought toys and they dropped them all over the floor all the way to the table and then they, while I was fixing something for the little children, I turned around and the older children had already scarfed down everything that they had on their plate and they were back running through the house again and left all the stuff on the floor. The food stuff was all over the table. The little children are now about to spill what was left over in the older children's plates and the kids are literally running and screaming through the house and then my husband came home. Okay. I could handle the food mess, no problem. I could handle 
the toys dropped on the floor, no problem. But when the kids got up and started running away from the table, screaming through the house, um, and then my husband came home, I was about to cry. It was too much at that point. And yes, all of those things happened in a matter of minutes. But when I took a minute, paused, did not react in the situation, I paused and took a little moment to reflect on what was going on inside me, to assess me and see what was going on so that I could figure out how I went from perfectly fine and peaceful, uh, handling everything to I'm about to cry and scream. Like this is, that's a huge jump. So what caused it? (laughs) You know, my husband came home, which means there's another adult that tells the children to do different things from what I had them planned to do. I was going to call them back down to not only finish their dinner, um, but also clean up their other stuff. But now my husband's in, I think my sister also had come in at that point. So, and there were two other adults in there. My husband does not expect to come in and see food spilled all over the kitchen and toys and stuff thrown, toys and clothes and shoes thrown all over the floor. And he can't even get into the door properly because there's a pile of clothing. I think they were playing dress up and swords or something. But when I started noticing where my stress levels changed, I was annoyed that like I had dinner handled, no problem. Like that wasn't a big deal at all. Like the food on the table, no problem. However, the kids coming down and throwing their stuff on the floor, that really triggered me. Not only were they, I mean, that's disrespectful to our home. It, it, they already know they're not supposed to do that. And, and then they were being really loud when they came in the kitchen. So they, I felt like it wasn't the time to stop them and make them pick up the toys. I wanted them to eat, um, because I think we were headed somewhere after that. So it was going to be, I didn't want to come into a mess. So I think we needed to go and take care of some stuff. (laughs) So having to understand where my stressors changed so that I could address them individually and pause myself before I exploded. Um, And I know so many moms, especially stay at home moms, you don't get that time to pause and reflect. You don't, well, you don't take the time to pause and reflect. We often jump into, this is going to get worse if I don't fix it. Yes, it absolutely will. So what is the emergency? Number one, get the food off the table. Take that food off the table so the toddlers do not spill the food bowls and make a mess that's bigger than what it already is, right? That is one step. So go collect all those bowls, take them back to the table or back to the kitchen. So they're out of the way. Now that doesn't fix all of the food mess because there was stuff spilled. There were spoons dropped on the floor or whatever. And, um, you know, but the mess was not going to get worse, right? They weren't going to spill a bowl of chili or uh, cereal or whatever they had. They were not going to, you know, it wasn't going to get worse. And then they were going to need baths to clean themselves up from having that mess spilled all over them. So that season of my life, it was just a few months long, but it continued to happen here and there throughout 
my parenting life, even still. So I have to, I have to address what it is that causes me to feel stressed and try and prevent it from being, from becoming overwhelming. Now, clutter, like other mess, clutter, um, piles of stuff. When I have a lot of children in my home, when I have a pile of stuff, if a child touches it, even if I had sorted through it and it was ready, like a pile of folded laundry, all, you know, all the folded laundry ready to be put away and the kids come in and climb all over it. Now it's a disaster again. I have to redo all of that work. So I know that piles of clutter, even if it is sorted and set up ready for me to put away, if I leave it and go and do something else, it might be ruined when I get back. Even if you don't have children, if you have pets, it could be just ruined when you get back. They could, dogs could come and run all over it and just make a big mess. This is something that we deal with as parents, as moms with little children all the time. And even if it's not us, maybe we folded all the laundry and we were prepared to put it to bed, but our husband got to bed first and we were still putting the children down or cleaning the kitchen. And he came in and flung all the clothes to the other side of the bed or on the floor or just piled them back up in a basket without noticing that they were intentionally sorted because he was exhausted and he didn't care. So that causes more stress. And then it causes resentment and frustration in your marriage and other things. So I don't want to deal with that in my marriage anymore. And so I started doing things that would keep that from continuing the piles of laundry my husband does not let the laundry stay on the bed. He just doesn't. He will just move it somewhere else or, um, but he doesn't put the other, he doesn't put anybody else's laundry away. Even if I ask him to or help with it, then he has to, he has, I have to walk him through step-by-step step how to do it. And that's more work for me. And it causes more stress and frustration. I'm like, just leave it. I'll do it myself. Right. It, it's, I have to stop what I'm doing and think through the whole process to tell you when you should be able to, as an adult, go in there and look and see where things need to be. Look and you can tell that this is clearly, I mean, my kids are not the same ages. They're not the same sizes. My boys are five years apart. My girls are 10 years apart. And so it should be pretty obvious whose clothing belongs to who in our family. However, my husband doesn't think about these things on a regular basis. This is not something he thinks about. So he has to really like change his thoughts and process things differently. And really it, it takes a lot of effort on his part to think through who does this belong to where I already know I, I do this on a regular basis. So I can look at it and know instantly, this is this child, this is this child where he's going to have to look at it and think through and like do some math in his head and like measurements in his head, right? To figure out what child this belongs to if he's just holding up one thing. And so it is more difficult for him to come in and just put it away in most places. Now, the way that I have set it up in my home since this season of my life, I made some huge, huge changes. And these are the things that I'm implementing for my clients that really do take the load off. The stress is gone 
when you, when you focus on it this way. So number one, those piles of laundry, they cannot continue. They cannot continue. They cause problems, <laughs> not just for me, but for my family, because if they get put back in the laundry hamper, my kids only have enough clothes for one week. So if they put their clean clothes in the laundry hamper to be washed again, it's not happening for five to seven days. It's not happening. So they aren't going to have clean clothes through for the rest of the week if they put their clean clothes in the hamper when they should have been put away. So if I lay their clothes on their bed and instead of putting them away, they knock them on the floor and throw them in the hamper, they're not going to have clean clothes hanging up in their closet. But my children are able to put their own clothes away because I've set up a system that is very easy for them to follow. I've set up their closet so that they are easy for them to manage and maintain and find what they need. We haven't used dressers for my children since my youngest child was, I mean, since my oldest was three. I don't think we've used closet. They've just had all of their clothes in the closet on a shelf or hanging shelf since then. And the, the, big problem that I was doing before that caused a lot of stress and frustration with my husband and myself was I would fold all of the laundry and then I would have it sorted so I could take it to the different rooms and put it away. And I would have it all over our bed, all around our huge bed. And he would just pile it all up together. And now I have to resort and refold a good bit of it. So I stopped doing that. So I started washing it one person at a time. So that is where that stuff goes. There's no need to use my bed anymore. I can take it to that person's bed and just have it on their bed. So it all goes in one place. Just doing that simple thing took a ton of stress away. Eliminating the toys that were just all over the floor and rarely played with for a long amount, you know, for a lengthy amount of time. Like they would get them out and move them around and stuff, but they would mostly just leave them on the floor. All of those toys went bye-bye. We donated those. We gave them to friends. Um, I let the kids have a yard sale by themselves. I didn't monitor it. (laughs) Like, I don't care. It's gone. I'm going to donate it if it's still here. So go see if you can make a little, little money for it. Right. I got rid of so much stuff over the next few years in that season of my life where I had had those children, lots of children in my home all the time. And I couldn't, like, I I wanted my home to be a place where I didn't have to feel, I didn't feel like I had to work all the time. I wanted my home to feel like I could go in and sit down on the couch and relax and watch a show with my husband when he got home from work or play with my kids and, or have a friend over and sit on the couch and talk or just, you know, bake cookies or muffins or something and enjoy being around people instead of feeling like, oh my goodness, my house is so dirty. I need to be scrubbing the bathrooms and cleaning the countertops and doing all of these things. I I don't want to feel like my to-do list is always above, you know, hovering over my head. And so that's why I put these systems in place in that season of my life. I didn't feel like I had so much to clean every day and it, you know, getting rid of the clutter was the biggest 
part of making it manageable, making it doable, and then understanding the things that trigger me to feel stressed and overwhelmed. When I understand what stresses me, I can handle it. I can fix it because I know what change happened. Okay, children, we cannot be loud in the house right now because we have too much mess and it's going to cause me to feel more stressed. So we're going to stop running. You know, what do we need to do? What is one thing that I can take away? Because I can handle three of my stressors at the same time without feeling overwhelmed. But when that fourth one comes in, I'm starting to feel really overwhelmed. And then if that fifth one comes in, I am quite stressed. The sixth stressor that I noticed when I started really addressing things was a financial stressor. If I felt like the food mess or the, if we weren't going to be able to replace those things or, um, that, you know, we really needed to save all the food and the kids spilled food on the floor, then that caused another stress to come up. And so those were things that I, I addressed for myself. Now you may have the same stressors in your life. Your might, your life may be completely different than mine. Um, Maybe your stressors are health concerns or, um, you know, something else like who knows, but you need to know what your stressors are, what those triggers are for you, what those things are that make you feel like if, if all of these different things are happening at the same time and you're about to scream and cry, like you're just about to lose it and look like a crazy person for a moment because you can't handle what's going on around you. What happened? What changed? What made you feel that way? What is different about right now than it was five minutes ago? What changed? What happened? You've got to make that assessment so that you can properly address things and understand yourself enough to know that you have three of your stressors going on right now. You need to start fixing one of them before something else happens. Be proactive to keep it from being overwhelming. So when my children came in with the toys and things the next time, when I had food on the table, I made them stop. They could not eat their food until they had put their toys away. They needed to go put them back away, clean up their mess first, go put your shoes where they belong. Doing that not only stopped them from running in the house, but it also stopped them from having a food mess and a toy mess and the loud noises and the running. And the other thing I did was have them stay at the table until they finished their food and then clear their dishes when they finished their food. Two-year-olds can do that. They want to be helpful. They can even take their dishes, scrape the food in the trash can or the compost bin and rinse their dishes, even two-year-olds. If you have a steppy stool that's high enough that they can reach the sink and you have like a little scrub brush or something, Man, they will be so happy to do that for you. They can stack them in the sink or beside the sink. They will be happy to do that for you. It, like doing those things, when I started doing those things and implementing those beautiful little tiny things one at a time, little stress relieving things for me, like not having the, the toy mess out. Okay, so we're going to clean up before we eat. We're going to clean up before we eat. And I make the announcement, time to clean up. Dinner's almost ready. Put your things away, right? Um, if you're not going to help clean up, if you're not going to help, then 
you're going to have to wait on your food. You're going to have to wait. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have all of this going on in my life and making me feel like I'm going to explode in stress and anger and frustration. We have to fix these things and we have to address them and be proactive. So figure out where your stressors are, where those triggers are, those one little thing, those, you know, six things that I have, maybe you have a hundred, I don't know, but figure out what they are and then start addressing them little by little. What can you do? You know, oh, I noticed that this bothered me last time. I'm going to not let that happen this time. I'm going to be aware of it and try and prevent it. Now you can't with six children, right? You can't prevent it every time, but you can work towards it. So maybe the toddler needed to nap at a different time or, you know, because their schedules change so frequently as they grow, maybe they had already eaten their dinner. Maybe they're not feeling well. Maybe they're cutting a new tooth. And so they're just cranky and they're holding onto your leg and making you, you know, adding that stress, um, without anyone else changing their behavior. The same thing's going on with everyone else, but that one person is causing you constant stress because they are holding onto your leg and screaming. What can you do to prevent that? Or they just need you to hold them and comfort them all the time, but you have a whole long to-do list. So that's an expectation of others. That little one has an expectation that mommy is their comfort and they need me to do something else. So sometimes that's when I need to ask for help to do the other things that I typically do by myself. What are the things that you can do a little bit differently? You know, maybe, maybe I'm not going to make the, the spaghetti tonight. If I have one arm, maybe we're just going to have, um, leftovers or maybe there's like a freezer meal that I can pull out. If you aren't doing freezer meals to save yourself some stress on these days that just sometimes don't go as planned, why, why not double your meals? When you make a meal next time, double it. It is so much easier to have some leftovers in the fridge or throw that in the freezer so you have it for later. Oh my goodness. All right. If you guys, um, I have something really fun coming up. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope that you will address your triggers and just make note of them. Just write them down so that you are aware of what it was. Maybe you need to journal for a minute Maybe you need to just write down how, what was going on and sometimes writing it down or just telling someone else about it. You can, Oh, that changed. Oh, that changed. Oh, that's what happened. You know, they spilled a drink and then the dog came running in the house and, and then they jumped onto the couch and they still had food all over them or what changed, what stress, what raised your stress level? When you take note of it, you can fix it a lot faster. You can prevent it from being continual. Um, So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you will take note of what your stressors are so that you can be in control of your emotions and find ways to better manage your home. Those are the things that I started doing and I still do them to this day. I, (laughs) I know my stressors. I know what they are. I know how to correct them, but it's different because our kid, our, our children, they grow up. I have children that are taller than I am. I have children that are bigger than me now 
And it's not this, I mean, it's not as easy to get teenagers to do what you want them to do, especially when they're bigger than you, right? If they don't want to do it, they're going to, they're going to take their sweet time on it. (laughs) So it's not always the same. Those stressors that bothered me before, they've changed. They're different. I don't have toddlers in the house anymore. I don't have multiple toddlers and family members staying at my house on a regular basis. It's different. Um, but I have, I still have stressors. There's still things that bother me, but I know myself a lot more and I understand what bothers me so that I can fix it. And I want you to be able to do the same. So if you, if you just need to talk through it, talk through it, do the voice recording on your phone and then play it back and listen, make notes. You can do notes in your phone or just get a little notepad and write that stuff out. What bothered you? What bothered you? Oh, that changed. Like what changed? What happened? Where did your stress level go up? I want you to know that because when you know that, you can fix it. All right. I hope you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go to Apple Podcast and leave a review for this show so more people can find it. If you want some more behind the scenes and more connection with me, come join the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. And you can email me or call 980-389-0399 and email at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm waiting for you. Talk to you soon.